Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Tiernan. What it do? We're still dead on the inside after this one. Uh, this was hard. This one was just, um, this was one where you had to show up and they didn't. There were problems on the offensive side of the ball with turnovers uh, third down defense was still an atrocity. All three major threats on offense, when you think about wide receiver and quarterback, fumbled. Um, there was, there's people trying to make good things out of this game, but let's let's keep it real here. Just stop. That was not good. Just stop. Stop. I I don't know if I've ever been more embarrassed to be an Eagles fan right now. Like, if the fumbles didn't happen, yeah, the Eagles would have been in the game. It is what it is, but they happened. You got embarrassed. And <sighs> again. Again. Yeah. And look, man, uh, something's got to change. Something's got to change. And I'm not saying fire people when you think that, but, like, the scheme isn't working anymore. The defensive scheme isn't working. The offensive yep. scheme isn't working. What's going on? So Something has to change, and it already came out today that Nick Sirianni is keeping Brian Johnson as the play caller on offense. So that's all well and good, but you have to completely change how you approach a game if you're Nick Sirianni, if you're Brian Johnson, if you're Sean Desai, if you're the whole coaching staff. Well, I mean, Nick Sirianni hasn't really gotten any heat, and apparently it's been reported that he's heavily involved in the offensive game plan. So I think everyone should get heat. I think the whole – I think every person in the organization should get heat. I don't care who you are. I don't, I don't care if you're Jeffrey Lurie. I don't care if you're a doctor on the team. Well, maybe not the doctors, but you know what I mean. Every person who has something to do with the game plan and the way that the game went should be to blame because there's no way that you can call yourself one of the best teams in the NFL and perform like that for two straight games against two of the be- two of the better teams in the NFL. And it's a shame because they started off that gauntlet so hot and things were going their way. <clears throat> that's what that's what confuses me. And that's why I said this last week too. I was just so confused with everything because like I understand the defense hasn't played well, but where has the offense been? Yeah, it really is getting to a point where it does feel like Jalen Hurts is pressured a lot more, and it feels like he's not getting the ball out quickly. He's not looking for easy passes. Now, am I blaming him for that? I don't know. I'm I'm not in that room knowing what their scheme is. But if the only offensive plays that they're drawing up are these long throws – what does he have to go off? It's just, it's the same old story, man. They, they refuse to run the ball. They continue to try and make the big play with the pass game and nothing is set up. We've been saying it for how many weeks now they have to establish some sort of run game in order for the offense to succeed and in order for them to play, they want to, and they're not doing it. It's the same story with the offense. And the defense, I don't know what's going on, but they're 
playing like the worst defense in the league, and it's not close. It, it's pretty bad. And it, it doesn't matter if it's third and ten or third and one. They're probably going to get it. Well, yeah, like their third down defense is atrocious. They're dead last in third down defense in the league. <clears throat> I don't That's know, man. That's embarrassing. With the amount of talent you have on this defense, that should not be the case. And it is. Like, there's some glaring holes, and I get it. But the amount of times that we're giving up plays on third and long, especially, is a joke. Yep. It's an absolute joke. I know. There's nothing else to be said. It really doesn't now, of make course any we sense. will later, it, you know, as we go to the podcast. But still, it, it's you know, it's mind-boggling. It really is. I, I can't wrap my head around it. I can't figure it out. I, it, all of the issues that we discussed last week are here again. Yeah. One. Not nothing was addressed. Nothing. With the addition of extra turnovers. Yeah. It only it it somehow got worse. And we'll we'll get into the reports that came out and all everything else, but this one was a heartbreaker. There's just nothing to say about it. Yeah. It 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 shows where we are as a team. And right now we are not one of the best teams in the NFL right now. Absolutely not. I hate and to hear that guy, say it with that record. Yeah. You know, and you hear the players saying, oh, well, you can't act like the sky is falling. We're 10 and three. Did you just I mean, I assume that you're rewatching those games, I would think. Right. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. They had to watch film. It was that was bad. Bad, bad. <clears throat> Listen, is it the end of the world? No. But is it bad? Is it a bad? You're, look? You're, yeah. you're losing by you're getting absolutely outplayed in every facet of the game. So, yeah, it's worrisome. Well, yeah, that's that's really all I got there. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it more later down the line. And it, it kind of just is what it is. But, man, that was, uh, that was a doozy. Does anyone enjoy that? No. You'd be a psychopath if you did. The only thing that the Eagles have right now going for them is their schedule. And they have, I think they have the easy schedule remaining out of anybody. You have to win out. Yep. So next up is Seattle on Monday night in Seattle. That's not not a gimme, not a gimme. Just going to say it right now, especially with the way we're playing. So I don't know. I don't know what to say. Sixers move on. All right, they're on a three-game win streak, uh, climbing back up the standings. Joel Embiid is a monster. Anything else to add there? Not really. I mean, their schedule recently has been, I mean, you know, nothing <clears throat> against the teams that they played, but it's been pretty easy. <laughs> um, and it's not gonna, it's not, it's, it's not getting any harder. I think they have Detroit for two. Um, you know, I think they play Washington, maybe Washington again. Um, yeah, I mean they're they're you know they're obviously beating the teams they should be, so that's nice. And uh, and Bede's playing well, and Kelly Oubre is back, which is nice. 
Um, you know, and, and we're getting contributions from from some of the bench guys as well. So they're playing well. And, uh, you know, again, with the schedule, they, they should be. So the next big game that would probably pose a huge challenge is the Timberwolves. And that's not until the week of Christmas. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, the things are things are looking good for them right now. And uh, and Bede's still playing at that MVP level. So. Now they play the Heat on Christmas, right? Uh, yeah, it's usually some type of big game, so that sounds about right. I think they play the Heat, but I'll have, I'll have to confirm that. I'll, I'll confirm that later for the podcast. But Flyers are still exceeding expectations, big time. But I, I after hearing you know Danny Briere saying that they're going to stick to the rebuild, and I think that's probably the right move. That's fair. They should. They that's should. fair. Yeah, they're exceeding expectations, and uh, you know you can't uh, get a get too big of a head. So, you know, I'm glad they're they're still, you know, that you know they're gonna still do what they do and still fight. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's. I mean, it, look, it, <laughs> they could shop the world. That's but true. But I, in Philadelphia, so I doubt it. I think that look, seeing the way that they're playing now, it, it's. It's how do I put it this way? Although it's not pristine, it is much better and back to Flyers hockey that is watchable. Yes, absolutely. So, with that being said, I got nothing left. What you say, Chippe? Let's cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. Let's once again get in the sad, depressing huddle and talk some birds, baby. Go birds. Go birds. Okay. Go birds. I'm going to lead it off here with, let's start with the offense. Where has it gone? What is happening? In the dumpster. The turnovers are killing us. What is going on? I don't know. And, you know, someone told me, it was like, maybe Hertz is still injured a little bit. That might be the case. But. His arm's not injured. Why'd he fumble? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, everyone's fumbling at this point. Um. But that, that's been an issue all year long, is the turnovers, you know, especially the fumbles. Um, you know, he's throwing a career-high in interceptions as well. Um, but, yeah, the fumbles are killing them. Ten interceptions and five fumbles? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, you, you just can't – you can't have multiple turnovers and expect to win. I mean, that's how that's how you lost the Jets game. Um, you know, that's a big part of why you lost this game as well. So, it, it just can't happen. And it can't happen 
that many times in a game. Like one, sure, okay, fine. But multiple in, in the same game, it, it just can't happen. And especially in a game like that. So it, it just adds to the problem that is the offense because the offense is, is an issue. Again, the biggest thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep repeating it until they start doing it, is the is the run game. They they do not have one. And it, again, it boggles my skull the fact that you have the best offensive line in the NFL, without question, and a terrific running back in DeAndre Swift, and you refuse to use them. Like, they want to be this this high-powered passing offense. They, they're just not, okay? Listen, they have great weapons. A.J. Brown is phenomenal. Devontae Smith, phenomenal. Dallas Goddard, great. Even, even I like Zacchaeus as well. I like him as a third option. You brought in Julio Jones, for, for Christ's sake. But it, it, none of it works without <clears throat> establishing the run. And how long have we been saying this? For, for even for years at this point. Well, it, it comes down to as well, and I, w- I want to get into the report that Derek Gunn uh, had out there that the players think that the offense is predictable. Well, it is, it, it is predictable because you, if you don't open up the passing game by running the ball, there is no option to begin with. The de- defense knows you're going to pass. It's that simple. The, the second thing I'd like to say, and don't hate me for saying this, but when Shane Steichen was here, you saw creativity. You look at the 49ers game. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan was creative with the offense. They didn't just score that many points because the Eagles suck. They scored that many points because on top of the Eagles sucking, they were creative offensively. They made plays happen. There were unique plays in that game that were executed. Throwing the ball deep to A.J. Brown on the same route is not going to score. Sorry. I know A.J. wants the ball, but boo-hoo, you got to figure something out. I also saw that Jalen Hurts only targeted three receivers that game. Yeah, the Eagles have no – like when you look at the 49ers, the way they even line up is different every single play. Right. Every single play, the Eagles have the same formation. This is something that I didn't even think about, too. We don't have anyone in motion ever. Ever. And I saw that online, and I never thought about it. I just never thought about it. Yeah, I, it, I don't I don't know why. I, I don't understand why. Do something. Change something up. Well, because look, clearly like, what, with, with what you're doing isn't working. You run I the same... You run the same formation every single play. DeAndre Swift is either right behind Jalen Hurts or right next to him. AJ Brown's on the top. You have Monte Smith on the bottom. You have Zacchaeus in the slot. You have Dallas Goddard right next to the the tackle. That's it. Nobody goes in motion. It's predictable. They know you're going to pass. I just don't get it. You know, you look at the best teams and they just, they give, they, they make the defense question what they're doing. They give you different looks every single play, and that's what you have to do. 
and the Eagles don't do it. There's, they're always covered. Right. There's no, n- nobody's ever open because they know what's they know what's coming. It's annoying. It's annoying to watch, and it's boring at this point. Very boring. Extremely boring. I I can't figure out why we're running the same thing. Like you said, running back behind or next to, screen pass, deep shot. Yep. Maybe a run. Maybe. No, not even, not even, there's barely even that. DeAndre Swift will get five yards and then they won't give him the ball again. Like again, and and sometimes they they open the game with an even balance and then they just go away from it when it works. I, I that's why I'm so confused. Well, that's what happened against the 49ers. It looked like they yeah. had a nice flow going. The game was moving, and then all of a sudden the offense stagnated. And, and it was just and the same thing. Look at the, over look at the Bills and over game and over again. Look at the Bills game, even the Chiefs game too. But especially the Bills game. You open the game, and it's pass, 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 run, pass, 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 pass. And you go down, what was it, 17, whatever it was, 7 at at half. 17-7, same as the Chiefs. The reason they come back is because they even out the ball and they start to run. That's why they came back and won the game. And and especially look at the overtime drive. It was pass, pass, run, pass, run, run, pass, pass, run, pass. Like, you, you you were keeping the defense off balance because they you know, you you establish both of them, and that's why they were able to drive down the field so easily and, and win the game. But now it's just pass, pass, screen, pass, pass, maybe a run, screen, pass, 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 pass. It, it, it's not sustainable. And again, I'm sorry, but especially with a guy like Jalen Hurts, he he he's just such a better player when you when you have a balanced offense. Because because he can run as well, and that keeps the defense off balance. You need, like you said, to just even the game out. I'm tired of seeing incomplete passes. I'm I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of seeing negative plays. I'm, I know they're going to happen here and there. But it just feels like there's a point in the game where you know it's over. And Chip I and I joke over after the, the first drive. Chip and I joke all the time. Whenever anything slightly negative happens, including losing the coin flip, <laughs> I jokingly say it's over. I legitimately knew this game was over after the first drive. It, it was brutal. The, the Cowboys went down the field with literally no no defense. It was, that was the easiest touchdown drive I've ever seen a team have. Dude, on top of it, on third down, third and they're long, going dude. for it. They're going for it. Third on and fourth long. Down, they're going for yeah. it. Yeah, it, they, they might as well go with fourth and twenty-one because they're going to get it. There, there's, there was literally countless times, third and ten plus, convert converted. It, it, it it's like. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know what it is. They're they're getting no pressure. Like I know you had a fumble for a touchdown. No, but they're getting pressures. They're not getting sacks. Yeah. What's going on? Right. Exactly. 
Like I, I, I hate to be this guy. I haven't heard Josh Witt. I love Josh Witt. I haven't heard Josh Witt's name in five games. I haven't heard Son Reddick's name in three games. Like I've seen Hassan Reddick, but like I've I, seen him. But what he, else is going on here? I, I, like, there's got to be something. I, I I don't know why. Like the pass game, I get because they've been struggling with that all year. But what happened to the run defense? What happened? I don't know. They were dominant all year. And then the 49ers game, actually before that, it was really the Chiefs game where it started to go downhill. But what what happened? I mean, nobody got hurt. Unless at least they're like they're playing through an injury. I, I don't know. But the run defense has been has just completely fallen apart. And the and, well, the pass game is just a, is a free pass at this point. Again, I, I especially the pass defense. I don't think I've ever seen a worse pass defense in my life, and I'm not kidding. And I I said that to Ryan during the game. <laughs> Like, I'm not kidding. It's rough. It just is rough. I wish I was, but I'm not. I'm not. I, this might be the worst pass defense I've ever seen in my 25 years of life. Watching the Eagles. Right across the middle of the field. Every, every time. time. And guys are wide open. Jake Ferguson looked like Jesus. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know whether it's the safeties or the linebackers, but. James listen, Bradbury and, is getting burned. Yeah, and both corners aren't playing well. I hate to say it, but Slay and Bradbury are not playing well. Slay's not getting targeted because everyone else is so easy to get open. I will say Slay had a, had a, a nice he had a couple pass breakups, which is nice, but yeah, no, there was also a DPI called on him that was clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BS. Yeah, that, um, all right. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, other than that, the, the secondary has been brutally bad. Linebackers have been brutally bad. Y- you have to get Nicholas Marr off the field. I'm sorry. Y- you just have to. And, and then also, they waived Christian Ellis. Right. And, and they waived Christian Ellis. And did, did Shaq Leonard play? Yeah, he did. Okay. I'm not crazy, right? He did play. He did play. Yeah, okay. he was there. All right. So again, I, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and you know blame Shaq Leonard. It's his first friggin' game as as an Eagle. So, um, but yeah, uh, Nicholas Mara, yeah, you have to get him off the field. I'm sorry. He's just he's not it. And I don't know what they're doing at safety. Again, I like Reed Blankenship. He's just not. He's not a good cover guy. He was out most of the game, so I'm not. He got. He did get hurt. Blame. He did get he hurt. Got, he got a concussion. He did get hurt. Yeah, he did. He did. And, but, and and I like him. I do like him. He's a good tackler. He's good against the run. Uh, but I I just don't think. You know he he's not really a cover guy, and the Eagles lack so many cover guys. They don't have a cover linebacker. They don't have a cover safety. They just they don't have it, and and they're getting absolutely exposed by it. So th- that's what their problem is. And, and again, just the, the lack of pressure that they're getting. And I know they're just they're just not getting home like they did last year. And whether that may be, you know, just a loss of the amount of talent they have, I, I don't know. But they, they have to get home more. They're just not. And, you know, the quarterback they're going against knows that they have to get the ball out quick. And they're doing it, and because with relative ease, because we can't cover. 
So I don't know, but and there's 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 just no adjustments made, right? Like throughout the game, it's just the same old crap throughout the whole game. Like you said, Ferguson in the middle of the field, wide open at almost every play. Like you have to adjust, and there's just nothing. That's why, that's why I'm like, that's why I'm like, you know, you know, it's the players. Yes. But like, also what are the coaches telling them? Just run the same crap. That's, that's giving up 30 yards every play. Like, I don't get it. So I don't know, man. I mean, you know, but both coordinators, I'm, I'm really questioning. I, I'm, I'm starting to question Nick Sirianni. I'm really questioning the whole coaching staff at this point. So you have to make adjustments. So I I don't know. I mean, you know, you're you're going up against the Seahawks on Monday night in Seattle. I mean, they're they're not great, but they're also not bad. They have really good receivers. They have good receivers. Geno Smith isn't a fraud either, so. Yeah, I, I, I think he's dealing with an injury. I don't know if he's going to play. He might play. I'm not sure. Um, if but yeah, you let Drew Locke walk That's what I'm saying. You. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I don't know. They let Zach Wilson go off. They let Sam Howe go off. I don't know. I really Drew don't Locke know. has gone off before. I mean, he played decently well in this, in this past game. So, I, I don't. I don't, I don't know, know, man. man. It's just, there's too many variables for me. The Eagles could lose this game very easily. They very well could. Because th- this defense is is just really, it, it's bad. And if the offense doesn't do anything, we're, we're screwed. Yeah. They, they just They just look lifeless, man. Like there's no, like I said, there's no adjustments made. They just like they just don't have the same, you know, fire that they usually do. I, I don't know. You know, even in the in the in the Chiefs and Bills game, you know, you saw them, you know, like all right, we're losing, yeah, but we're we're not out of it. But in the 49ers, these last two games, nothing, no fight, no spark. When something negative happens, it just really feels like the team just dies. Yeah. Like, like again, when they, when going, they fumble. Going, back, going back to me and Chip joking around, whenever anything negative happens, I'm dead on the inside. <laughs> it, it actually feels the same. Like, I'm watching myself. It's so deflating, man. I know. It really is. Like, especially, like, I'm sure as a player it really is, but, like, as a fan watching it, like, dude, when you're losing – like that, like that first fumble for Jalen Hurts, right? You're you're already losing seven nothing, and and the offense is moving, right? You're like, okay, maybe we can get on the field, score a touchdown, tie it up. But you're you're at the opponent's twenty yard line, right? And you fumble the ball, dude. That is a killer. That's like getting stabbed in the heart. It's like, again, the offense was moving. And you fumble in their territory. That was so deflating, man. 
Yeah. It, it, then Devontae like, that Smith was really the having a and really yes. sick catch. Dev- yeah, exactly. De- same thing. Devontae Smith, great catch, fumbles the ball. <laughs> like, it, it's just, it, it kills your momentum, man. And again, Dude, I, it just re, re, just the same stuff: fumbles, turnovers, zero run game. It's just it's predictable, and you can't win games like that. You can't. I know, man. I don't know. This is bad. This is this is really bad. And um, I, I like I I know like you mentioned it. Players are like, oh, you can't freak out. Like, it's it's hard not to. Like, A.J. Brown also fumbled. He did. I mean, they're they're all they're all liable there. And A.J. Brown also had a, a dime thrown him by Jalen Hurts to the five-yard line, and it just went right through his hands. Yeah. Now, yeah. Was, that, was that a difficult catch to adjust to? Yes, but we're talking about A.J. freaking Brown here. Yeah. We're, not, we're not talking about some scrub. Yeah, we've seen him make unbelievable catches before. It's it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, uh, the Eagles right now they're digging themselves into a hole. I mean, you you lost the one seed. I think you still have the NFC East lead. I think technically with a tiebreaker, but Cowboys are right there, man. So, I mean, you still have a decent shot at the number one seed again with your schedule and and uh, the other team's schedule. I think Dallas plays Buffalo this week in Buffalo. I think San Francisco plays Arizona, so they're going to win that. But I think uh, after that, I think their schedules gets a little tougher after that. So, you know, you still have a shot at the one seed, but right now you're digging yourself into a hole. And, you know, you got you to gotta get out of it before it gets too deep. I mean, when you have three fumbles, good luck. Good luck yeah. winning. Yeah. In their territory each time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the yeah. problem. Yeah, it, it just kills your momentum, and it's just it, it, it deflates the entire team. Every single one of those fumbles happened on drives where it looked like the Eagles were going to score. Exactly. And if the Eagles score, it's 21 more points. Completely, mm-hmm. completely different conversation we're having. Yep. Having. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it it really is, and like I know that's probably what some of the players are thinking, but I've noticed one thing that's bothered me. It doesn't really feel like anyone's taking accountability for it. Mm-mm. Uh, Fletcher Cox might be the only one, and he said when times like this happen, there's dudes that step up. Like I know what he's saying, but to me, it wasn't really enough. Yeah, he's the only one. He's the only one that said we got we got punched in the mouth twice in a row. And, every other every other person's like we gotta you know listen we gotta we gotta learn from this and like no, you, you didn't learn from the previous game. So what 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 do you expect me to think now? Yeah, it, it it's silly. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, I don't know why. I, I keep saying that and I keep repeating myself, but I can't fathom the the potential this team has, the talent exactly. this team exactly. has, exactly, exactly, is Please. underachieving. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't wrap my head around it. That's why it's a, everything we've said is confusing, but that's the biggest thing right now. The amount the, the, of talent that you have in this in this on the, in the, on this team. Is is among the top in the league, and you said it yourself. There there are glaring holes in the defense, but not yeah. this bad. What the no. hell is happening? No, no, not not. Again, I I've never seen, especially I, like recently, I've never seen the defense play this poorly. 
and again, again I, I've never, I can't remember a time where teams are just are just driving down the field every single possession, and and there's just nothing. There's nothing, no coverage, no no pressure, just nothing. That's why we're freaking out. Yep. Like if you lose by a touchdown. You're upset, but you're not as mad. Right. If you lose, and you know, uh, I forget who said it. One of the players said, "It doesn't matter if you lose by thirty or three; it's still a loss." It does. It, it's, it's it does still, matter. It, it is still a loss, but I mean, if you lose by three on a last-second kick, okay, fine, you still played your butt off. They're they're not. They're getting it's destroyed. Worries. It's different worries that I have. Right. And by that, I'm saying. Okay, the defense, if it's by three points, the defense played well. We lost on a last second field goal. It Fine. was 24-21. Fine. It's going to happen sometimes. Yep. You lose by 30, you all suck. You lose by 20-plus twice in a row. And the, and the defense cannot stop the opposing offense. Cannot. Yeah. And you're turning the ball over every other possession. I know. This team is definitely a lot more flawed than we first thought. And they have to quickly fix things here. All righty. Because you're expecting to make a deep playoff run? Uh Uh-uh. Not with this crap. Oh, yeah, it's over. You're getting bounced in the first round if, if this continues. Easily. If, if they look this bad against the Seahawks, the sky is falling. Oh, yeah, absolutely it is. If they rebound and play well and win by double digits, good. Yeah. You listened. And you, uh, not to us, but yeah. it would mean that you listened to every single fan, every single analyst, and every single probably – coach that has a right mind maybe they run the ball Again, maybe it, not it, every it play has to be a pass boggles and my you know skull what? maybe you don't turn the ball over so much yeah well yeah all three of your stars <laughs> fumbles yep. all three potentially your three best players on the team fumbled fumbled it's the holy trinity right there Oh. And for the love of God, I know we keep saying it, and I'm gonna again, I'm gonna keep saying it. Run the damn ball. I don't care what the score is. Run it. Enough of the dumb QB. I don't care if you're down by forty. Run it. I'm tired of the QB draws. I can't take them anymore. Give it to your running back. DeAndre Swift has had a phenomenal year. He has, what, what, like 800, 900 rushing yards? Give it to him. Give him the ball. You have the best run-blocking offensive line in the league. He had nine attempts in the first half. Run it. Run it. Run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball. And, you know, this is another point. Your defense is probably gassed on top of being terrible. (laughs) Absolutely. They're getting cooked all, all night. At, at, at some point, the defense has got to be looking at the offense like, yo, hold the ball for a little right. bit. Jeez. Hold the ball for more than two minutes. 
That's it. I'm done. Oh, and no. now we move Run on. Run the ball! Now I'm done. Now we move on, and we don't talk about that ever again. Hopefully. If they lose this week, the season's over. Okay. We'll we'll address that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. However, let's move on and talk some Sixers. Like you said earlier, they are beating teams that they should, which is great. They need to beat these teams. That's awesome. So, yeah. There's not much to say. What happened? There's not much to say. Um, Joel Embiid is still playing out of his mind. Uh, I think he's had 30-plus points in his last nine or ten games, something like that. So, Yeah, and I I will say, you know, ever since – you know, Harden left, uh, you know, this year, I think, I think uh, Maxi has kind of taken, you know, he's still, he's still putting up great points, but I think he's taking more of a point guard role. I think he's trying to distribute a little bit more. Yeah. I think you start to see his assists go up a little bit. Um, he has stepped up tremendously. Yeah. The shots that he's taking are great. He, he's being more aggressive with the ball. He's able to find guys that are open. And earlier on this, <clears throat> excuse me, Earlier on in the season, you could disagree with that. Yeah. But as you see him develop into that point guard role, I'm pretty happy. And I will say it helps that Nick Batum is shooting like over 50% right now from three. So he's like one of the top three-point shooters right now in the league, which is great. Bench Uh, depth matters. Bench depth, it does. It really does. And Something that the Sixers haven't had in a long time. When they, when they, I get, I said this last week, when the bench scores... I think it's tough to stop this team against anybody. You know, yeah, we yeah. know the starters can get their points and, and can score. If the bench get, starts to get going, they're going to be tough to stop. Seriously, it really is such a huge factor. And, I mean, they really walloped the Wizards last night. Yeah. The they like they walloped the Wizards last night. That wasn't even fair. Yeah. Uh, look, they – like. I mean, they have Detroit coming up for two, yeah. and they play the Timberwolves. That's a big game. Uh, they play the Heat Christmas. I, it, that that is confirmed. Yes, I did look that up. Okay. Uh, it, they need to just keep playing well, and honestly, so long as everyone stays healthy, no knock on wood, everything's good. Yeah. And then uh, we already talked enough flyers, so I don't, I don't have anything else to add there. I mean, hey, they beat Colorado, so. Look, it. I'm I'm happy, but I'm not. It, it doesn't feel there yet, yeah. and I don't want to get my hopes up. So I I'm not thinking about this. Like I remember when I was in high school, it was just electric. It was awesome. Like going over to my friend's house to watch a Flyers game was. Just one of the biggest things that I could possibly think of that I look forward to all week long. And now it's kind of like, okay, we're, we're, we're on the way back there. Yeah. All right. So anyway, we have nothing left to add there, but do you have anything else that you want to like to talk about on this podcast? Not really. I mean, Shohei Otani got the literal bag. 
and he's only having two million dollars per year, and he's getting the rest pushed back. Until yeah, long. I think that is some. Um... I mean, that's it's smart, I guess, but he's gonna be paid. He's gonna get paid sixty-eight million dollars a year from twenty thirty-four. Turns forty. Yeah, until the day he turns what, like fifty. <laughs> The day he turns fifty. Sixty eight yeah. million dollars a year. That's that's wild. Did you know he's making fifty million dollars in endorsements a year? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's that's insane. So he's getting paid two million per year with the Dodgers. And then once the contract's over, or once the ten years are over, he gets paid sixty eight million. <laughs> That's that's just I mean it's crazy to think about. But yeah, ten years, seven hundred million. That's 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 crazy. That's just that's just stupid money. Like I, I saw predictions, like people were saying, like ten years or twelve years for like five hundred fifty, maybe six hundred. But I mean seven hundred million. That's just an insane amount of money. It's so insane. Seven hundred million. That's that's four hundred, almost four hundred million dollars more than the, than the next highest paid guy, which I think is Aaron Judge. Uh, personally, uh, I'll be real with you. I think that's an abhorrent amount of money. Uh, it's insane. It it will be seen whether it pays off. But it is Shohei. You know, from 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 twenty thirty four to forty two, you're kind of crippling the Dodgers. Like I know exactly. he won't he won't be there, but he's still going to get paid sixty eight million dollars per year. Now, the, the I think what the thing is with the deferral of the money is the salary, the luxury tax threshold may increase. That's so, true. That is true. I don't know what will happen there, but that that is a unique. And it situation. is the Dodgers. It is the Dodgers. They do have stupid money, so yeah, they they have the money, so it, it's just that. Um, but but yeah, I mean they they can they can spend. They can, they still are able to spend after after that, which is again just absolutely, you know, absolutely insane. So I mean, it's good for him. And best of luck to everybody in their fantasy playoffs. Yep. All right. Well, at this point, I think we've reached our destination for the day. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. Go to the podcast tab. Go to the PHL Bandwagon. You can follow us on Spotify there. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, wherever podcasts are available. We're most likely there. If not, shoot us an email at phltheBandwagon at gmail.com. Uh, you can also let us know any questions that you have for our mailbox that is open. Again, it's phltheBandwagon at gmail.com. Our DMs are also open on X. You can follow us on X at, P- at the PHL Bandwagon. You can, you can follow me at PHL Brian Michaels. You can follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan. Uh, we share polls weekly on X. Uh, we really do enjoy the engagement, and uh, hopefully you guys aren't angry at us for this one. Uh, but, yeah, we don't share them on Facebook because that system is poo. But we do share our episodes weekly, so if you don't have an X account – and you're looking to find our episodes, all you got to do is go to Facebook. Uh, go to the web shop, get your TBW merchandise, get your hoodies, hats, T-shirts. We really appreciate the support. And if we see you ever rocking one where some random dude is going to come up to you and say hi, and it's probably Ryan and or Chris or Chip. But that's it.
we've reached our destination. We'll see you at the next stop. For the love of God, go birds. Go birds. Run the ball. Run the ball. Just run it. Do something. Yeah. Just play better. I feel like I'm that meme where the, with the guy poking something with a stick. Like, just do something. Do something. Yeah. Go birds.